Are you doing a video, Chelsea? Uh, no, I'm just doing sound. <laughs> For my own. <clears throat> oh, no, no. Well, maybe I'll be, you can. Oh. Yeah, I can send this to you. Oh, mean, perfect. That'd be great. Yeah, I might even. I'll move around. Titans. My name is Annette Dabney. I am the principal here at Martin Luther King Middle School. We are pleased to host the press conference this afternoon for March for More, a rally that will bring together teachers, parents, community members, and elected officials from all across Virginia to ask for more educational funding from the state. As a principal, this is crucially important to me because I know my students deserve more. Every day we work with what we have to provide our students with the tools they need to be successful. But we need more, and we need the state of Virginia to invest in our students. It, it is up to all of us to stand up for them and to make our voices heard loud and clear. I'm excited to be with the superintendent, the mayor, city officials, and educational leaders from the region today, and to join us for the March for More on December the 8th, starting right here at MLK at 10 a.m. sharp. We cannot wait. We need more money to make better schools for stronger students. I am now going to turn it over to the 2019 Virginia Teacher of the Year and RPS teacher, Mr. Rodney Robinson. I think she said it best when she said we need more funding for better schools. But not only do we need more funding, but we need equitable funding. We need to understand that not every child in Virginia starts at the same place in life, and some need more help to achieve. A one-size-fits-all model to educational funding does not work. As teachers, we are told to differentiate our instruction to empower all learners. Well, the state needs to differentiate their funding to empower all learners. Equity ensures that the students suffering from multi-generational poverty in the housing projects of Richmond and Norfolk and the rural mountains of Southwest Virginia receive the same resources to be successful as the students in Northern Virginia and Chesapeake. Uh, we can ensure that every student 
receives a high quality education by restoring educational funding to pre-recession levels. Virginia, Virginia is the eighth wealthiest nation in the country, but ninth worst in public education cuts since the Great Recession of 2008. This has disproportionately impacted the schools and the children who need the most resources and are the most vulnerable. The state economy has recovered from the Great Recession and has a multi-million dollar surplus. It's time the children of the state receive their fair share of the state's resources. We must make an equitable change to the state of Virginia school funding formula to ensure that all students and teachers get the proper resources to guarantee success for them. Every student deserves a high quality education from highly trained teachers and 21st century buildings. They can only get that with equitable resources from the state that addresses the individual needs of each child in the various school districts across the state. So on December 8th, we need everyone who cares about the future of their children and anyone who cares about the future of the state and this nation to join us and demand more. Yeah. I believe the students, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm catching up from a cold. I believe the students of the Commonwealth deserve a few very basic things. One, schools with roofs that don't leak, walls that don't have mold, boilers that don't fail in the winter, and ACs that don't fail in the summer. Two, world-class teachers that are paid like the true professionals that they are. Three, experiences beyond the SOLs that nurture our students' passion for learning, things like art, music, dance, and world languages. Four, wraparound physical and mental health supports to help our students deal with the many challenges in their lives. And five, technology that reflects the fact that we're now closing out the second decade of the 21st century, not the last decade of the 20th. The painful reality is that thousands upon thousands of students across the Commonwealth don't experience these five very basic things when they go to school every day. Too many children in Virginia walk into school buildings every morning that are literally falling apart around them. Too many children in Virginia have teachers who are so underpaid that they need to work second jobs to make ends meet. Too many children in Virginia never get to explore their passions because there's not enough money to have a full-time art, music, or world languages teacher at their school. Too many children in Virginia struggle to make it through the day because of violence, abuse, or other trauma in their lives, because their counselor only has time to meet them two times a year. And too many children in Virginia still don't have access to broadband internet and modern computers in their classrooms. And why is that? A big part of the answer is that the Commonwealth of Virginia has chronically underfunded public education for the past decade. Compared to 2009, Virginia today has 5% more students but 9% fewer dollars. You don't have to be a math teacher, although I was one, <laughs> to know that this is one equation that isn't balanced. It's time to do right by our children by putting real dollars on the table for the Commonwealth's schools. As the mayor said, this isn't a rural or urban or suburban issue. It's not a Democrat or Republican issue. And it's not a Nova or Piedmont or Richmond or Hampton Roads issue. It's a Virginia issue. And that's why today joining us are members uh, from the region, including superintendents uh, from New Kent,
from Henrico County, board members from some of those jurisdictions as well, and we'll have them come up in a second to say a few words. We're also joined by the president of the Richmond Education Association, President Moore, the president of the Virginia Education Association, Mr. Livingston. We're grateful for their support as well. And certainly our board members, our board chair, Don Page and Cheryl Burke, as well here representing the 7th District. Join us all by marching for more on Saturday, December 8th. We'll start here at MLK Middle School. At what time? 10 a.m. And march to the state capitol to demand the funding our children deserve. Nothing short of the future of the Commonwealth is at stake. Join us to create a future where all children in Virginia, of all backgrounds, receive a world-class education that prepares them to pursue their greatest dreams, whatever they may be. Thank you. And at this time, I'll call uh, Dr. Cashwell from Henrico. here today by our, by our school board chair, Mickey Ogburn, as well as two school board members, Ben Cock and Roscoe Cooper. And we stand here today not only in support of K-12 Virginia public education and for all the students in Virginia, but specifically we stand here in support of our teachers because we know the critical role they play in making a difference for our students. And we know that they stand up for our students, that they advocate for our students, they spend time inside and outside of the classroom trying to make a difference for our students, and we believe it's time to stand up for them. And we know, we know the critical role they play, and so collectively as a board and as um, Henrico staff, we stand up and ask that our stakeholders stand with us and march for more for K-12 public education and for our teachers. Thank you. Good afternoon, I'm Dave Myers, Superintendent of New Kent County. Um, I'm here today for two reasons. One is I really do believe that we uh, need this additional funding for our facilities. Um, I agree with, uh, with the Superintendent from Richmond that that's a necessity, that's a need that all of our students should have. I'm also here though today because it's no secret that we are struggling in education to find teachers. And there's several reasons for that, but I will tell you when the majority of my teachers are making less than $50,000 a year, and a majority of them, and that's, that's with teachers that have 18 years of experience, um, it's not going to do it. We have to do something that is beyond a one or a 2% uh, increase. I know how challenging this is. We have lots of needs throughout the state as someone that oversees budgets. I know uh, how tricky that can be, but this really does need to be a priority, and that's why I came out today uh, to support this, uh, this march. Thank you. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, this afternoon, I, I don't stand here as the mayor of, of Richmond. I stand here as a product of Virginia public schools. I stand here today as an advocate for more money for public schools here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. For the last couple years as mayor, I've learned that the needs of Richmond public schools are not unique just to our city. This is not just a, an urban issue or an urban school problem, but a statewide issue that affects not just cities, but also rural areas and suburban areas alike. Today, I, I come here to stand with leaders from across uh, the Commonwealth 
not just here in our region, but people who care about public education. And it is my honor to stand with them. I also want to make it known that as the state has grown, its economy has grown over the last decade, one of the most robust economies we've had in the last decade, we've seen a decrease of funding is down 9%, while the overall student population here in the Commonwealth is at grown by 5%. We, as localities, not just Richmond, but localities and jurisdictions throughout the Commonwealth cannot do this alone. We need help. And we're looking for our state leaders, our legislators, every statewide elected official to stand up for our kids. That means, just like our students can't do it alone in the classroom, they need more teachers, they need more counselors, they need more nurses, they need more bus drivers, they need more adults inside that school building to allow them to go to the next level. And we need the Commonwealth to meet us more than halfway. Today, I stand together with these leaders to march for more. On December 8th at 10 o'clock, we're going to put our hats on, we're going to put our coats on, and we are going to, we're going to march down to the Capitol and demand more from the General Assembly and more from our leaders. So we invite students, teachers, administrators, staff, parents to join us on December 8th because we believe that we need more state funding for better schools to create stronger students. Our future is at hand, and we have to show up for them, and it's our hope that the Commonwealth does the same. So with that, I'll now hand it over to some of our stakeholders who are with us today. I'm going to hand it over to my friend Kelly Harris-Braxton with Virginia First Cities and Michelle Gowdy with the Virginia Municipal League. Michelle Kelly. Kelly Harris Braxton, I represent Virginia First Cities Coalition. We are a coalition of 14 cities across the Commonwealth who work hard on a variety of issues, but education is often the, the number one issue, and we work very hard to bring uh, additional revenue and sources of sources that are really needed for our schools. Virginia First Cities is here to express our strongest possible support for increased funding for Virginia public education. And as I said, we have 14 cities, and I'm going to name them so that you know they're all across the state. Lynchburg, Norfolk, Richmond, Petersburg, Danville, Martinsville, Winchester, Williamsburg, Newport News, Hampton, Portsmouth, Hopewell, Stanton, and Charlottesville. And each of our members has adopted a strong statement of support in their legislative programs to ask for more resources for education from the state. Quite simply, Our cities are landlocked, cannot grow, and are constrained by how much they can increase property taxes to make up the gap in state K-12 funding. Yet year after year, our cities are digging deeper and deeper, and I know, Mayor, you know that, <laughs> making incredibly hard decisions about where to cut in order to adequately educate our children. Because Virginia continues to disproportionately rely on local governments to fund public schools, it is instructive that Virginia First Cities members have 
contributed from a high of 296% above the required local effort for, for the SOQ programs in 2016 to 2017. 296% more, that's a lot, to a low of 36% above the required local effort. In short, we implore Virginia's leaders to use revenues to send more money to K-12 public education. Thank you. about the city of Richmond and how early on we began to work with them. So in July of this year, they came to our legislative committee, which consists of over 25 of our members, and asked our members to support this initiative, and our members did overwhelmingly. We then took it to our entire, uh, our entire membership at our annual business meeting in October, and again, they overwhelmingly supported this initiative. So we are grateful to the city of Richmond to bring this to our attention and to our locality's attention and we look forward to supporting it going forward. Good afternoon, everyone. I stand here today with a colleagues from other jurisdictions, our state's school superintendents, and other elected officials, my board member colleague, Ms. Burke, Yes, we need to march for more. And it's sad to say, I'm standing here eight years later having the same conversation that I had when I first served on the board. We need more funding from the state. We have continuously cut and cut and cut to the point we cannot cut anymore. We have been asked to do more with less. We want to make sure that we maintain, retain the best of the best teachers who have an impact on our children in the classroom. And our children deserve better. All of our children. So today, we are asking for the state, the General Assembly, to do more. Education must be a priority in the state of Virginia. Again, we expect to see everyone. You bring your cousins, aunts, uncles, parents, children. If you care about public education, we need you to show up Saturday, December the 8th at Martin Luther King at 10 a.m. because we are marching to the Capitol because we need more. And we expect the state to step up to the plate and make education a priority because our children deserve the best and more. <laughs> so again, thank you. And I'm thanking everyone now because I know we all will be here on December 8th. Thank you. Thank you. bring you greetings from the Richmond Education Association. I encourage all teachers, staff, students, parents, cousins, and other family members <laughs> as our illustrious school board chair said to come out on December the 8th at 10 o'clock 
right here where we are standing so that we could march. It is very important that we have funding for teachers. We look forward to seeing you all there. Again, now I will introduce Mr. Jim Liverston, DEA President. Thank you, President Moore. My name is Jim Livingston. I am proud to serve as president of the Virginia Education Association, representing more than 40,000 education professionals across the Commonwealth of Virginia. Previous speakers have, have painted quite a picture. Public education in the Commonwealth has not yet recovered from the Great Recession. Yet it is public education that impacts every single Virginian every single day. I would submit that enough is enough. We don't need to make public education a priority. It needs to be the priority for the Commonwealth of Virginia. Today, the average teacher's salary in the Commonwealth of Virginia is $9,000 less than the national average. It is no wonder we have more than a thousand classrooms across the Commonwealth without a certified teacher. Ladies and gentlemen, when is enough enough? It is time to march, not only on December the 8th, it is time to march on January the 28th, lobby on January the 28th, and rally on January the 28th. It is time to say public education needs to be number one. It is time for more. And I encourage everyone, parents, public school employee, citizens, students, it is time for all of us to come together. Our children deserve no less. Thank you. <clears throat> going to speak. This concludes our press conference today. We thank you all for being here with us. If you have questions or you'd like to interview anyone, we'd ask that you would just step aside and do those individually. Thank you all.